0: Man, this season is dropping bodies like it's a person of color in 2020. You're listening to that blessed and highly flavored podcast. It's only because a nigga blessed. Welcome back to Black Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for the, is this the penultimate episode? No, this is the episode before the penultimate episode of Umbrella Academy. Season two, episode eight, seven, four, three. This episode was... I feel like this was 2-9, or am I just really crazy? Let me check. I felt as if this was the penultimate episode we were doing, and now I am confused and confuddled, and now I must consult the thing called the Googles. So while I am doing that, this episode was called seven four three. Written by Browen Garrity and Robert Askins. Directed by Amanda Marcellus, And this one I gave an 8.9 out of 10. I thought it was a really good, solid resolution to Vanya's storyline. And it didn't drag out until the 10th episode, which was very surprising. And yes, I was correct. I wrote it down wrong. This is the penultimate episode. So a little bit of housekeeping before we jump into the recap. I have put out a poll for the 10th episode. We're going to do the Umbrella Academy Awards. Just some different type of categories. Favorite character, best fight scene, best song and we shall reveal all of the tallies and give the awards away on the episode finale podcast which i believe is friday so make sure you jump on twitter and check that out and vote i will of course add my scores in uh once the poll has reached its uh reached its expiration So wanted to get that out there before I did forget because I will. (laughs) And I know some things are left to um, voters choice. So if you have your own picks that you wanna put in the categories that are not there, you are more than welcome to do so. So let us get into this recap. We start with Diego and Allison. They are wondering how they are going to reach Ma- uh, Vanya in this magical force field. When Klaus says, Fuck this shit, I'm out. Mm-mm-mm. Fuck this shit, I'm out. No thanks. Don't mind me. I'ma just grab my stuff and leave. Excuse me, please. Fuck this shit, I'm out. nope fuck this shit I'm out all right then I don't know what the fuck just happened but I don't really care I'm gonna get the fuck up out of here this shit I'm out Klaus is very honest about himself he says I am sexy trash and all the martyrs they're dead so let's not do that Diego calls him a pussy and says he's gonna kick his ass and get his behind out there and Allison's like that's my cue to handle shit because y'all can never get yours together and she starts to move forward yelling Vanya's name I love how both brothers are like fine or Allison no I did laugh at the line I'm gonna beat you not the way you like it as it ties back to Diego tying him up last season Allison gets knocked out, and Klaus has one important thing to tell Diego before he is now going to take his shot, which is that he looks like Antonio Banderas with the long hair. that's an insult to antonio banderas that wig should be burned okay (laughs) he said i just thought you should know and diego he was really heartfelt accepting that saying like wow thanks man that means a lot you just want attention Diego is able to get a little bit further with his knives and is able to release the fire hose and tells Klaus I'm not going to be able to make it but you can save the world and he's like I don't think that's a good idea (laughs) that sounds like a terrible thing (laughs) oh I was laughing at Klaus's commentary but he did it he got up there and he moved his ass all the way to the door to get it open just for him to be blown back by another energy wave. And then at his feet, there is Ben. There goes my hero, watch him as he goes. Meanwhile, across town, Luther and adult five are onto his job at the grassy knoll. And Adult Luther, or Adult Five, is telling Luther to be cool, let this play out. Sidebar, I accidentally spoiled myself on something that makes these Five slash Luther interactions rather poignant, and that's all I'll say. And Adult Five says, We will ice the little squirt. And Five in the background is completely giving in to his. Paradox psychosis yelling at folks. Move, bitch! Get out the way! Get out the way, bitch! Get out the way! Move, bitch! Get out the way! Get out the way, bitch! Get out the way! Luther is feeling really bad because he's just a little guy. And adult five says, "You look like King Kong and Hitler Youth had a baby." Why you gotta be so- adult five tells luther you just need to keep him in line so luther goes back to check on the younger version of five who is looking like a maniac and he immediately calls him out on the fact that he is conspiring to kill him with his adult version and luther's like well his plan does make sense and you are suffering terribly and (laughs) that there's way or one too many fives in the world and you're behaving like a maniac. Catch me outside, how about that? Five tells him, look, I know what your problem is, Luther. You're suffering from daddy issues, and it's sad that you're taking them out on your own brother because he's the older version of me. But guess what? I'm 14 days older. I have seniority here. I'm the daddy, and you should be listening to me. I still love that Five would totally kill his own self, and what is up with luther five you're acting unseemly when did you become a fucking 50s housewife both of the fives though are going nuts because they're both farting like crazy back at the commission herb under threat has told the handler that diego has dipped out but not his role in helping diego handler who is still trying on new outfits and it's about to be as Lila says sworn in or inaugurated <laughs> that bird was so good um or coronated is what she said then she tells Lila well I told you what would happen if he stepped out of line so now you have to go kill him cause Lila just wants to let him go then she has everyone kicked out of the room because she needs to put her foot down to establish she is the queen bee and you are allowed to be at her side but only if she trusts her but mostly only if you obey me aj though is able to take some rocks and spell out 743 in the fishbowl for her to see And we see him follow that thread immediately. Bicycles down to a file room and pulls case 743. Meanwhile, at the the anomaly, the commission or nobody at the commission is monitoring. Ben is able to go inside Vanya's body. Honestly, if I have to see Harlan jerking one more time, like the flashback between those two just were awful. Sissy finally decides to check on her child. And she's freaking out. But then Harlan speaks and says Vanya. And I think Carl What? Uh, Carl I swear to God. He got such a bad. A really bad rap. Like where they were trying to go with this story failed on an epic type of level at least to a person who is rational and not just trying to jump into the very uh very large issues of the 60s and women's role versus the situation in which you presented they weren't the same not at all (laughs) and i felt as if vanya straight up not only wrecked a home but got a son to kill his own father which is on a high level of seriously fucked up shit in a really dark way because call him what you will Carl did not not love his son and of course when he sees that his eyes are fucking glowing and he's saying the name of the person he believes is a Russian spy during the height of the Cold War. (laughs) Of course he's going to say "Okay, it's not like he's going oh my god let me go strap you to a chair. He's like come on son let me get you the help that you deserve and this is something she hasn't wanted because Sissy has a better understanding that these places are not the best but you know medical medicine at the time they were thought to be the best and that's sad it's really sad for sissy to say because i'm like girl if you keep playing around all he had to say was one word that you were sleeping with another woman and you would have been locked up and this conversation would not even be happening and i feel like the reality of that is not being addressed and that's not okay because if you're gonna tell a story about the 50s and how women were oppressed you need to go all the way and you didn't and now carl is dead because sissy apparently just couldn't before she met vanya tell him how she felt no she had to have an affair and sleep with another woman and slightly humiliate him before she can come to that resolution never mind she pulls a gun on him telling him to get the fuck out of the car and get her son when he confronts her he she literally says yeah i'm in love with the woman but no it's not her fault that our marriage is falling apart what the fuck i honestly hate this storyline so much but um yeah i wasn't feeling the words you should watch how you talk to me for once i'm like when did we ever see him talking to you in a rude manner when did it happen it was not put. on on screen at all ever (laughs) making karma out to be the bully when his son's eyes are glowing fucking white and his wife is like yeah i'm in love with a stranger i met two months ago who i hit with my car who has no id (laughs) it sounds crazy Herb runs into Lila in the hallway, and he admits, yeah, I helped Diego get away, and you're not really going to kill him, are you? And she's like, no, I love him. (coughs) Lila, I don't think that you actually understand what the concept of healthy you love is, and I know Diego is not, not at all, the most undamaged person in the world but he's got one step up on you he's got quite a few steps up then she gets some bad news via herb i thought this was really also they they really want me to question lila's intelligence right so old man five was the assassin that killed her parents yeah that is fucked up and then she doesn't think to take it one step further are there no additional details on that page like who ordered the hit and who was five's handler other than the person who's named handler how do i reach these kids like clearly she ordered the hit she found you when you were a kid what i mean unless she they put some hypnotist on her where she couldn't recall her memory i don't understand why she ain't putting facts together And then the fact that the handler was ready to take her out in 2.2 seconds when she confronted her with the reality of the situation. But then she just used it to have her turn against Diego. And that's five set it all up to have her be played. I'm just like, girl, you let yourself be played. Because you didn't think to think for yourself. Luther tries to play peacemaker between the homicidal rage feeling feuding as well fives and gets a kick in the balls for his efforts I did laugh when he was like you want to take this one or he's like nah I got it and then they continue to fight to a song while Luther is yelling I really like the visionary of having Ben walk into Vanya's brain by going down the stairs and then she's literally hiding in the Hargreaves mansion inside of the white violin while Bach is being played. Very good acting from Ellen Page in this scene and the actor that plays Ben Sorry, I don't have his name up. I'm terrible. But he asks if she remembers him because he knows she has amnesia and she says she remembers everything, including almost killing her sister and killing Pogo and wonders why she can't control herself like everyone else and that she's ending humanity once again and she thinks she's a monster. Ben tells her, look, it's, fucked up what dad did to you he suppressed your abilities he medicated you he drugged you he lied to you because he was afraid of what you can do and that he couldn't help you control that before you even had a chance to really control that you were a child children act out all the time that's very true is it wrong to kill human nannies yes it is wrong to kill human nannies but hey what equates to throwing (laughs) some uh peas across the room is her actually ending your life so i really love this pep talk from ben this whole entire scene for ben is a wonderful wonderful send-off and I was not expecting it at all because we saw there was like an electric current when he touched her previously and then there was another current when he touched her when she said she was a monster and he she needed that human contact of no you know the world is full of shitty people but you're not one of them and that you're not alone at the table anymore. Your sisters and your brother, your siblings are fighting to save you. You're not alone in this. And then Ben started going away like Nora West Allen. I did it my way. Can I not stop watching people I love disintegrate? Please and thank you. He tells her because she's like this is my fault this is a strain on this um basically the strain of helping her uh allowed him or didn't allow him to grass onto the world anymore and he's like girl i died 17 years ago and while his time with klaus has been gravy which was a weird choice of dialogue i will say it's not like he's fucking from (laughs) gravy who says that anymore and he says at least this time he got to say goodbye but then I felt bittersweet about that because I'm like well you really didn't (laughs) not to anyone yes you get to say some words that you're gonna whisper to her for Klaus but Allison didn't get to see you we ain't get to see the reunion between I guess the only one was Allison (laughs) Wait, Five and Ben didn't reunite? Luther and Ben didn't reunite? Yeah, there's a lot more buys to be had, but it was a great send-off for Ben. And I do feel he's been a little underutilized as a character. I mean, he didn't even get to be with the chick he wanted to be with. I forgot her name now. Because his brother already hit it. That's kind of... (laughs) A shitty shitty character arc but hopefully they have more in store for him next season I don't think this will be the last time we see him maybe he will come back in the new timeline because we know some timeline fuckery is happening and they eventually have to leave this timeline the sissy situation was all around unfortunate and sad like I said uh it was well directed well shot scene of how it happened you know he went to grab the gun you know the boy is confused you got parents saying come to me and she's like come to me and he's he doesn't know what to do and you know Carl just goes to disarm his wife which that's not an unreasonable thing to do (laughs) when your wife is pointing a gun at you and you're trying to get in control of the situation And, and Carl's speech was you know, you don't get to have more. And then she's like, Yes, I do. But at the same time, I felt where Carl was coming from. I don't I don't know what they're, they're trying to pull from me here. Cause I felt what he was like, I get what she was saying. Like unfortunately this is not enough for me. But at the same time, he's just as valid of saying, you know, I did I stayed. I was faithful. I Provided for you. I did all the things I was raised to do to be a good man, a good father, and a good husband. And it's not enough for you. And you tossing it in my face and then saying, But I wanna be with this other woman. That's a whole lot of shitty thing to throw at somebody and then toss your son in the middle of that i mean you didn't even you don't know what your son is thinking that maybe he wants to be around his father and then you know the gun ends up going off and the bullet goes in harlan's direction and i can't say if carl had to choose i think he would prefer to have been killed in that moment than his son but it's still sad that the power protected the son but then the bullet ricocheted and killed the father and then you know she's just like oh harlan and i'm just like i fucking hate you (laughs) i do handler knowing that aj must have been behind what was going on i guess this was her what like don't fuck with me see i killed the whole commission but you can stay alive as long as you don't mess with me but now that you have i'm gonna eat you i mean i figured she was gonna eat him the entire time i just had that In the back of my throat and maybe she was waiting for until the point in which she was crowned so she can gloat like this is the cherry on the top of her but it's still playing with fire and that's why she got burned i I don't think that it'll be so easy even though she turned lila all it takes is for her to look at diego and diego's gonna be like um so here's some facts (laughs) luther turns uh on old man five he's got the gun and i can't believe that either one thought he would actually fire on them but he ends up getting five to open the portal knocking out the old five and this is where i was like is this a paradox of itself except for the fact that i noticed he went in the portal backwards instead of forwards but this time he has the right calculation So is the young five like savitar (laughs) and then what does that mean for the timeline in which the other old man five went back to so now he's got the calculations right and he'll be turning back to old man five maybe he's got all the new information about the apocalypse that basically no they didn't tell him all we need to do is make no they did because luther said it in the bathroom so he knows how to stop the apocalypse from happening in that timeline just make nice with vanya there has to be multiple like there's a i feel like five is the chicken and the egg situation in the time sphere and this is what started some shit because now he definitely has two version timelines of himself because the first time he went in first fate you know face first and he came out a boy and he still exists and he still exists but now he also exists as an old man am i making any sense vanya asks if they're okay once she is able to control her powers and they're like oh did we save the world cool vanya you're good yay diego's like now i get to go say kennedy everyone's fine (laughs) five toes the old man the right math like i said to stay an old man luther ends up kicking him into the vortex but the briefcase is damaged and luther's like well at least i saved your existence then the siblings watched the assassination. I thought for some reason it was so adorably cute that five had to get on top of a briefcase <laughs> to see over the fence. And then the other siblings from the FBI building are also watching The Assassination, although they are not looking nearly as appalled as I did when I saw it on DVD. I had some up close and personal shit you do not want <laughs> to see. But uh I definitely resonated with the line of Oh Jackie (laughs) But they're watching from different angles And then when Luther and Five Spot Diego sprinting across the damn street man that they think is their dad but he has their back to them but he has the umbrella Diego tackles him but the shot still running out and Kennedy has been killed and it's revealed not to be one Reginald Hargreaves. and then Reggie leaves him a note saying told you so congratulations you played yourself So this was cruel because that tear down Diego's face was heartbreaking that his dad played the fuck out of him. But I will come back to that. We learn that dad actually isn't the villain in this situation. When he shows up to the same place he had the last supper meal with his children except, which is interesting that he would lead them to one of his hideout places. I think that note was because he was disappointed at the fact that Diego was insistent that he was the villain, he was the bad guy, and his prejudice did not allow for him to see who the true villains were, which were the Majestic 12, which were in front of him, the entire time in front of the entire academy the entire time so i think that that was in a way his way of saying you know you i told you to stop going down this path it's not the right one and you kept dodgingly doing so it cost him his relationship so now i am going to humiliate you for being so fucking stubborn about who you think I am or trying to make me the villain of this story but them alligator shoes that he was wearing when he got off that damn elevator money of your motherfucking life two-ton angel carved out of ice alligator sailboat dollar sign ice. fill a warehouse full of van goes twice Reggie got swag for days because that whole outfit he had was really put together So apparently the deal was that Kennedy was not to be touched. He was a problem, but not to be taken out. He was overruled by Mystery Shades and the rest of the crew. Turns out Reggie was had by everyone because they used him for the rocket technology. That was a part of the experiment Grace and Pogo were doing in the space program uh that's when he met grace fell in love with her and started their little family and then it turns out that this was a deal all set up so that americans can get to the moon before the russians and reggie's interests on the dark side of the moon would be protected This very much feels like a season three thing and i am here for it because it gets me back to the question of who are these how many people that were born miraculously it also comes back to what reggie is as we find out in the scene now everyone else including the man who put his glasses on look appropriately trepidatious at the tone that Reggie is using but shades doesn't allow Reginald to just be through with them to never call again because he says I will reveal your true identity to the world if you do not keep supplying us with your fancy tech and Reginald turned back around and took his coat off oh now you fucked up now you fucked up now you fucked up you have fucked up now now you fucked up now you fucked up now you fucked up now you fucked up, you fucked up. shades is still talking shit talking about oh it looks like someone's eager in for a fight then he started to take off his skin it was at this moment that he knew he fucked up it sounds like no one made it out alive and then the last scene is of the handler and i'm so over this character i cannot stress it enough but she finally notices an anomaly or at least anyone at the commission does because harlan is in the barn wilding and that's how we end the episode let's get into some feedback (laughs) First up we have Queen Shy who says, Hey Christina, damn, seems like I just sent in feedback for the Umbrella Academy. When I saw the reminder, I was like, holy shit, I gotta watch the episode. Not sure if it will make it in on time, but I'm on it. I'm just gonna dive in since I probably don't have that much time. Klaus is a fucking fool telling Diego he looks like a long-haired Antonio Banderas. His fucking pep talk to himself before trying to get to Vanya had me dying. He's such a fool. Talking about how he survived a family of seven and wearing a sarong to a frat party. I don't even know what a sarong is, but I meant to Google it. But thank you for reminding me that I need to. He's so fucking stupid, I swear. I like how each sibling risks everything to get to Vanya. I'm not gonna lie. I feel like Ben continues to get the shit end of the deal in this family. Facts. I know they all been through some shit, some worse than others, but it has to suck watching other people live their lives while you're stuck. Pause. I will say that's not, that is something Ben chose to do. He made it very clear when he was talking to Vanya that I've held on for this long. So it's not like he was like, it is a sucky situation that he was in that he was passively watching his family members, but it's something he chose to actively continue to do. I got the impression he could have passed on anytime he wanted to. She continues, first he dies, then he's around his family, but they don't know he's there. Yeah, that part between him and Klaus is annoying. He wants to connect with his family so bad, then he sacrifices his final connection with the family to save Vanya and the world since he's already dead I guess he finally went to the afterlife <laughs> I think they show uh they're working with different like the afterlife is a place we saw in season one when Klaus hit his head it is of my opinion that he died in that episode and then he was brought back to life temporary like he died temporarily and then he was brought back to life Who they saw him resuscitating him but that's where he was able to have that talk with dad and then that little girl that was god so him going to the afterlife is pretty much like he should be having that's why I think they could incorporate him in some way like that like he would be up there with his dad I was still sad to see him sacrifice himself but I love the talk he had with Fanya. you're not alone at the table can you hug me as I go oh yes that was the line that broke me Damn it if this didn't hit me in the feels. I wasn't expecting it. RIP again, Ben. You're my boy, Blue. Not sure. <laughs> You'll get the reference. What do you mean? Like, I have not watched old school. You're my boy, Blue. We're going streaking. <laughs> Come on, everybody. We're going streaking. Yes, I know the reference. Five had me dying as he continued to go through the psychosis. I love that little dude. I agree with you. He's definitely been a huge highlight this season. The actor does a great job with playing an old man in a kid's body. His mannerisms are so good. I also agree what you were saying in your last podcast about all these shenanigans in the past has to be fucking with the timeline in some kind of way because it's not like they've been incognito while in the past. I mean, they've been spilling the beans to everybody, so I'm not surprised Luther was laying out all the facts to Odor Five. I wonder what giving himself the right equation before going through the portal or mean for the future because I know they fucked some shit up. There's no way that they did it. I'm sorry, but that fight scene with Five versus himself was funny as fuck to me. You don't have to apologize. Mostly because of the song Dancing with Myself luther getting kicked in the balls and being stuck in that stupid pose while they're teleporting around him i'm surprised nobody noticed all that blue flashing like the one little girl did she's like mommy fireworks (laughs) lila talking about loving diego really i said the same thing like what get out of here with that nothing says love like drugging and kidnapping a person i will also say when i keep thinking that this is only 14 days ago because five mentioned it 14 times how the fuck oh yeah i forgot never mind nope i already backed up on myself because five dropped them off at different points in time (laughs) so yes it's possible she spent all of those months with Diego I can't remember where he was at was he a year away no he was a little bit shorter than Klaus because Allison was the longest then Klaus then I believe Diego yeah and then Vanya was the last oh Luther too Luther was a year so yeah um nothing says love like drugging and kidnapping a person then again what can we expect with how she was raised true well one of my theories was correct it was five that killed her parents yes you were correct i figured as much since they didn't show his face lila really can't be that stupid she seriously fell for the shit about diego i guess she forgot the minor detail that she's the one that kidnapped diego against his will and brought his ass to the commission yeah that's what i'm like um ma'am but I'm sure her judgment is clouded at the moment, even though these past two episodes really has her acting stupid. This bitch really swallowed that fish alive. Damn. Anyways, RIP AJ. I was hoping he could have some revenge because, you know, your body, your stomach other acids would get to him first. Never mind. <laughs> I was thinking if your body's made of so much water, maybe he can somehow swim his way. <laughs> She continues, I agree with you and Mimi about Carl not being the bad guy. He was a typical dude of the times. Of course, in those times, people stayed in happy marriages just because it's what you did back then. True. A lot of times, marriages were about carrying the family name for men and raising kids and security for women. It wasn't always a love match. Carl's attitude about the whole thing was exactly the point. He was the provider. She should be grateful he's doing the thing that he feels men folk are supposed to do and she shouldn't expect anything more him talking about harlan like he had nothing to do with his conception seriously sir he's as much your child as he is hers but damn he didn't deserve to die even though he was acting like a dick in that scene i think he started to try to lash out and because when he first saw that harlan was in pain he wasn't like oh let me get this fucking sick monster to somewhere else no he was a concerned father i think after she's basically dragging down his manhood and talking about you know he even said so you're in love with her now yeah i am (laughs) yeah at that point he's gonna be rude and mean because that's what people do they're gonna start acting like a dick in the middle of an argument so i i allow that because she sure as shit was not the best of people diego was extra as fuck running like he lost his mind i don't understand how he thought kennedy was shot from that angle besides that he can't be fucking with the timeline that bad who the hell knows what damage he would have caused by changing history that dramatically yeah i was really off with this because it feels as if he just had a goal and he wanted to do this thing to make himself a hero like if i could only like i feel like he thought about it all his life if only i could slit hitler's throat if only i could save kennedy i could be good enough and worthy in my father's eyes and yeah he was fixated on it way too much to even think about the implications and let's be real Lyndon B. Johnson did more for black people, brown people and a whole lot of policies than Kennedy ever did. Kennedy was stalling. Lyndon B. Johnson was like, fuck this shit. (laughs) Let's get it done. Like days after Kennedy was done, he was like, yeah, so if the goal was let's stop Kennedy because he's going to pass all this progressive legislation, it failed miserably. Which is why conspiracy theorists continue to debate this to this day. All these decades and decades later. She continues, we see that Reginald actually didn't have anything to do with the assassination. Would have loved to have seen him in his true form as well as the scene of him taking care of those dudes. Instead of just hearing it. I was actually totally fine with just hearing it. I thought it was one of those times where you can show and not tell like the way in which the Monaco fell off the way in which he calmly removed his face and you got just a just enough tease of what was beneath I thought that was actually well executed and it saved some money oh shit what the fuck is happening to Harlan whatever it is has caught the attention of the commission the commission is trash though all of this should have caught their attention so that that's not going to happen or not going to go well i thought it was also interesting that herb did not say hey by the way Vanya's is going to cause the apocalypse well that's what i got <laughs> it's probably a jumbled mess of my thoughts no not really and i really didn't have time to take notes to really put too much thought into the episode so don't judge me no this is perfectly fine good feedback You've been on me and Mimi Case lately. Have (laughs) I? I, I, uh, I plead the fifth. I do not recall. I forgot this was a penultimate episode. I did too, apparently. It didn't quite feel like it was, but I enjoyed it. I'll probably watch the finale tomorrow until next time much love peace and black girl magic queen of the couch that's miss shy to be fair on the merlin uh, podcast i trash myself so i am an equal opportunity trash talker (laughs) myself included so there's that last but not least we have queen mimi who says what up stina sorry i sent two different emails i didn't mean to send the first one my bad it's too late to apologize it's too late i'm just kidding so let's get into it and then there was one we oh so she said so let's get into it and then she said and then there was one we are almost done with season two of umbrella academy and i don't know if i'm happy or sad because there's no telling when they are going to start recording season three mm-hmm i need 2020 and rona to go somewhere i'm sick of them both to be honest i hate it here i want to go home i heard that and immediately thought of you anyway she says when klaus said diego looked like antonio banderas i'm like sorry they did that to you you didn't deserve that Diego's hair is trifling and I'm mad the writers added that shitty ass line in the script to somehow make us accept his hair. It didn't work. I still hate it. And I will never accept that whack ass hairpiece. This hairpiece has become the new Michonne wig. We just cannot stand it. It needs to have its own funeral. It needs to be violent. We need to drink. And it needs to burn for a long ass time until it's basically dust. She continues, fucking Effie. (laughs) Now that you have called her that, I cannot stop seeing it. I'm so fucking sick of the handler. I need her to really die in the season finale. I hope so. For the life of me, I cannot understand why she had five murder all the board members except for the fish. Seems as though leaving him alive was just giving him an opportunity to take back control unless she wanted to swallow him whole from jump and if that's the case then why did she wait i think i gave a few answers to that question i think she did want to swallow him from jump and she wanted to rub it in because aj was the one that took her job and you know took her parking spot like she's putting it on him like he made the ultimate call but this the commission that board can't be the only people in control right there has to be other people way higher up the food chain because this place is not fort knox not even a little bit and it should be considering they deal in protecting the timeline uh she continues any way you look at it the handler is stupid and i'm sick of looking at her face i'm pretty sick of lila too Mhm, that's fair Where are Harlan's parents and why haven't they even noticed his glowing fucking eyes in the last 20 minutes? Sissy comes in the room after a long time. He was thrashing and making all these suspicious sounds. So I'm just wondering why no one thought to check on him for so long. This is very true. Although I will say she had a laundry basket in her hands. And you know that shit happened outside on a rack. So it's very much believable that she was outside outside. And uh, dad may have been with her. I don't know. Or he was drinking his sorrows away. She says, now I get it. He's eight, maybe nine. My son is nine. So I allow him freedom too. But if I hear some crazy ass noises coming from his room or the living room, you better believe I'm going to come and check. Especially if it's too quiet in the room for too long. That's a dead giveaway that sometimes foolery and shenanigans are ensuing. This is true. That's when I'll be like, I don't see my daughter. I'm like, wait a minute. She ain't burst in my room telling me some crazy shit in a hot second. Time to see what, what you looking at. Give me that phone. Let me see what you... But oh, It's not nothing bad. Let me look at it. Let me read it. <laughs> I'm not even going to talk about the fights that he and her husband got into. I don't even remember his name. And honestly, I don't care at this point. I think their entire situation is stupid. If my son's eyes were glowing glowing taking him to an institute that can care for him better is literally the last thing i would be thinking of i'm so sick of this storyline i don't even know what to do with myself <laughs> i gave a lot more leadway, but she's like the whole thing is just not doable for her the fight scene between the fives were hilarious luther in slow motion pain from getting kicked in the balls the fives hopping in and out while attempting to best the other The camera angles and the music. I fucking love this song. Everybody knew this song but me. I don't know this song. I don't know when I first heard it, but I know every time I hear it, I'm automatically in love with the show or movie that much more. Everything about it is superb, in my opinion. I think I I picked maybe what some people's favorite song is, and it was not on the list, so that's your viewer's choice. She says, Ben, no i was not ready we finally see ben in a scene not involving klaus and he has some serious agency then he crosses over to the other side i was not ready i was just starting to really get into and get an understanding of ben i am determined that i love him and i'm glad he's around and now he's gone I guess it's a good thing he doesn't have any more unfinished business, so he's moved on, but I'm not gonna lie, I'll miss him. I'm also glad it was Ben that talked Vanya down. He was clearly the missing piece in 2019. Maybe if he was able to communicate, he could have talked Vanya down before she blew up the moon and they could have avoided the entire apocalypse, doomsday, and being scattered throughout time. Who knows? All in all, I'm gonna miss Ben she's crying oh she got a life vest on and she's sobbing tears girl that hair do look cute that ending was not expected he knew reginald wasn't an- <laughs> we knew reginald was an alien but i always assumed that his original form was what we saw never did i ever suspect that he was an alien alien and apparently he's terrifying because i definitely heard one of those men screaming before he even started <laughs> moving towards <the horse. laughs> him yeah you heard flesh tearing tearing okay so theory time maybe the woman or woman who or the women who mysteriously gave birth to the children out of thin air were bringing reginald's people to earth oh yes i am glad you brought this up because i did not address that whatsoever about what we may think is going on the dark side of the moon and i can already tell we're on the same wavelength that's exactly what i was thinking he has something to do with these children's birth it's all preordained like the rest of his species like he really these like when he says these are his children maybe all 43 of these people or births or whatever are really his children but yeah that's all i got (laughs) To maybe she has more she continues maybe that's how he or whoever is in charge decided to transport those aliens to earth, or maybe they want to mix their people with humans, only half human and this alien species create beings that look like humans, but only have one special ability instead of all of them. Uh, put it in a pin in that for two seconds, cause then I'm recalling the scene in the beginning where he was like on some planet and then someone died and then he like got on a spaceship or rocket ship and left. So maybe his like species was dying. And then he went to Earth to try to make his species continue on. And he started this project on the dark side of the moon. Like he was the only one that maybe survived. And then he started making. Yeah, I can see how this works out. Cause the kids came a little bit after this, right? Like where they started to be born so he did the academy after the kennedy incident he must have lost grace at this point in time there's so much more to mine here that i really want to get into in the season three she continues shit i don't know i'm just spitting out theories because why not i think you're on the right track i think this is all great information i have been wanting what's up with reginald and his children why did he decide to raise them the way i mean he's an alien so that of course would be a uh, key factor number one <laughs> he was not really meant to be the most empathetic of parents and you know he didn't have grace the real human grace by his side to be that mother figure but the robot was able to and he was the father that wanted perfection of them But they always fell short but he still still thought that they would save the world and there's a reason for that like i said he killed himself just to get them back together when klaus saw him in the heaven he clearly wanted them because he's like well you needed to know this but wasn't able to tell him these are the people that are meant to be for something that's meant to be and for whatever reason he wants them and feels the need to teach them really terrible lessons to make them ready for this she continues I tried to figure out a better way to say this but nope this is as good as I get hopefully you understand and these sentences make sense they do well that's it for me until next time love peace hair grease and black girl magic love hey girl I love that feature. I'll say that one I love it if you want to send feedback on the final episode of Umbrella Academy for season 2 you can send that to blackgirlcouch at gmail.com or you can leave a comment below on this podcast you can find my podcast Black Reviews on Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, wherever else good podcasts can be found. My social medias will be below. Remember to like share and subscribe and if you have time run over to iTunes, leave a review or rate the podcast they both help to get noticed. Until the next time, peace, hair grease, and blacker magic.